Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. How many times have you gone on walks or gone on coffee dates or play dates with your girlfriends and the entire time you're talking about sleep? You're trying to solve each other's puzzles, give insights, share tips, and really try to navigate this confusing world of trying to get your kid to sleep. Perhaps you've been hearing things from your mom or your mother-in-law or anyone out there who wants to share their tips and strategies. And I am always going to remind you it's a puzzle right? Every child is different. Every situation is unique. And I value these conversations because I want to hear and I want to know what's worked for you. But I always want to come into these conversations knowing that what you do is wonderful for you, but it may not be me. And today's conversation, this podcast is just a talk today. And I want you to know before we get in that I'm actually not sharing any hard and fast strategies or plans today. I wanted to sit back and listen. I wanted to listen to my friend Rachel Canfield talk about how she really absorbed this newborn phase that she was in with her son Barnes. And I wanted to speak with her because looking back on my first daughter's newborn phase, y'all, I did not savor it. I had no idea what I was doing, and I know Rachel says she doesn't know either, but she did come into this newbornhood with a sense of savoring, and I did not. And since I've been watching her through Instagram and getting to know her personally, I wanted to have a chat about how she has been able to savor this and what are some things that she's done that she's really enjoyed and found frustrating about the newborn stage. So I'm excited to share this with you today. And if you would, could you take a moment and share this podcast with someone you know who just had a baby or is maybe expecting? Because I want them to know that this is a time to be savored. And while there are things that we will not know in the moment, and it's going to be sometimes a trial and error, we can soak this in. And I want you to savor these moments that will never come back. So enjoy this conversation today with Rachel Camfield. So again, thank you for being here. Yay, I'm really excited um, because I, I love, you know, I always say every child is different and every person is different and every mother is different mm-hmm. in the ways that they soak this up. And so um, talk to me a little bit about yourself, about even the type of um, motherhood that you saw and modeled for you growing up. So I love those questions and just kind of like the question of what I saw growing up. And I think that for um for adults, we always kind of base our experiences on what we had and what we know, even if we're not like super conscious of it. I am super conscious of it because when I was growing up, I loved how my mom was there. So my mom was a full-time stay-at-home mom with us. And it was just this level of comfort and trust that I knew that when I was a mom, that was my number one. Like I had to get there. And so honestly, the motherhood journey for me has started way before I even was a mom or pregnant because I knew where I wanted to start with the space around me. I knew I wanted to be available. I knew I needed to figure that out before I got into the mama seat. So if you hear a little snuffle, we've got some dry air in our house. (laughs) So ultimately, kind of like reverse engineering how I wanted to feel as a mom was what drove me to create the flexibility that I have now. 
step away from my full-time career in the wholesale home decor and gift industry over three years ago, start my own businesses so that I could live this experience as opposed to feeling powerless, you know, and feeling like I want to be at home with my baby, or maybe I want to have some help, or maybe I want to do some part-time childcare, but I want to at least be able to choose. And I think the choice is really what got me started on designing this experience and then stepping into it as best as I knew how, even though you don't know until you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully that sheds a little light on my background and what picture I really wanted to paint for myself and my family. It was just the availability, but with choices. Yeah. Makes total sense. And, and I think that you express that really uniquely um, through the ways that you, you talk about motherhood and your journey. And it's an ever evolving process that uh, we see lived out on your Insta stories and on, on, through your podcast conversations, which is really beautiful. So I would love to know about your kind of mindset of when you were nesting and when you were thinking about, you know, bringing the baby in. And I know you didn't, y'all didn't know the gender. And so just kind of preparing, which we didn't find out either. And it is the most like incredible surprise. I will always choose that for sure. But it takes some self-control for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Of course you want to know, you know, people are like, don't you want to? I'm like, of course I want to, but yeah out soon enough. It's going to be magic. Yes. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. So I I loved that. And I I want to really explore um, your, um, how, you know, the whole topic of like soaking in the newbornhood, which can doing right now. (laughs) Yep. Which you literally are doing right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, I think, you know, when it comes to the season you're in, we cannot force a season. Like it is what it is. And often, even when I was pregnant, I found myself feeling like, Oh, I can't wait until my belly is showing or, Oh, I can't wait until I can say I'm in my third trimester. And it was just like that weird, like inner dialogue of feeling like, why, why do I, why am I wishing for another spot? Why, how do I get even more centered and soaked into where I am right now? And there's that quote, I don't know exactly who says it, but there's the quote about, um, like these are the best days of your life, you know? And it's like, instead of like trying to get ahead of yourself, why, like, why do we do that as people? Why do we do this humans? It's so weird. Um, and so pregnancy was an amazing journey of realizing like, I, I am the, my belly is the biggest it's ever going to be right now today. It's also the smallest it's ever going to be right now. And I, I say that with him too. And it's just children and growing a child and your body and your family is such an in your face experience because it's right there and you're looking at it and you can see it and it's constantly changing. And so it's just this reminder and this invitation to just completely like get into the present because you're going to miss it. You are going to miss feeling that first kick. If you're like, I can't wait until they're bouncing around, you know, it's like, it's just this like come and go kind of like mindset that I had. And so pregnancy really did prepare me for being in the moment, surrendering to what exactly I was experiencing and not trying to get ahead of myself and wish I was somewhere else because I knew I would get there eventually, you know, everything is going to get there. And so with nesting and, and that I just feel like nature truly does prepare us for motherhood. You know, we have felt like I, you feel like you're pregnant for a year. At least I felt like that. Mm-hmm. And you cannot rush that process. And so it really let me be introspective about once the baby was here, what do I want? What do I need? And then just to even back up further from that as a you know, young woman, as an entrepreneur, looking at what I needed to put in place in order for me to actually be able to 
be in the experience. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear me kind of say that a lot because being in the experience is, is kind of like my antidote to not getting ahead of myself, to not wishing we were somewhere else other than exactly where we are. I love that. And it is, um, I feel like when you are pregnant, that's especially when you don't have a kid yet and yeah. you're like, Oh, I can't wait to experience these things. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait to get into the next phase. And I can't wait to, I mean, Chad and I used to say that all the time was, oh, I can't wait till they can talk with us. Right. And of course now we're on the other side being like, Oh my gosh, you talk so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like this duality at all times. And I just realized I didn't even introduce myself. Um, <laughs> we were just so in the know, middle. <laughs> and then Barnes, Barnes joined us. But I, hello, everyone. I am Rachel Canfield. I am a new mama to a three-month-old. I am a life coach and a brand coach. And I do a lot of different things with different people and groups. Uh, most importantly, transformation. And I just help people get where they want to go ultimately. And that's like my, my favorite thing to do is to dig in and not rush that process either. It's true. It's so true. And I love, um, for those of, of you listening who want to see and, and know more about Rachel and meet Barnes, my favorite way, of course, and I think Rachel's favorite way too, Instagram. So I kind of want to dig in. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to dig into that for a moment because that's how most everybody finds this podcast um, is through Instagram. And I, I would love to know your take on sharing your life through Insta stories and what that's like and how that helps or harms or whatever it does soak in these moments. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I, I think that when we can collectively grow, when we can learn from each other, and a lot of that happens through either listening or watching, that it is just for the best. And I've always been an oversharer. Um, it just is who I am to my core. Like, I will tell you anything and everything, um, especially if it can help you. I would love to just I'm an open book. Um, and so with Instagram, I mean, it has evolved as a platform and the Insta stories, I just think are, it took me a while to actually feel comfortable um, getting on them and sharing um, not just like what was in front of me, but myself on camera. And I think that's totally normal. I mean, it's like weird to like see yourself and hear yourself, but I just honestly having him and going through the birth experience and like completely being reborn myself on the other side, I was like, who cares? Like, you know, it, it's, it's almost just like really liberating to just be like, you know, like I'm not for everybody and that's okay. You know? And if you find like you're resonating with me, I'm so glad you're here. It is an honor to share. It's an honor to show up, you know, in your feed and, and like have coffee with you. If that's when you're watching or laying in bed, like no worries, like we're here to connect. And that's ultimately who I am is I just want to connect with other people. So, um, with Barnes, it's been incredible because as you know, they change so quickly. And, um, I mean, now that there's like the archive feature, I <laughs> get in trouble because I just want to like save everything because you can like see it all right there and literally watch him like grow up um, mm -hmm. in front of my very eyes. And so it's just been really fun because I have a lot of women in my audience who aren't moms yet, but who want to be. Yeah. It's important to me to, to be a voice that I wish I would have had, you know, of, of like, this is amazing and life changing and wonderful, but it's also like lonely and hard and funky and so many changes like physically and emotionally and yeah. Come with me if you want to be on this ride. <laughs> yes, it's so yeah. true. And it, it made me think of two things. So I always felt like after I actually had my first child, I was like, whatever. And everybody can see everything. I like kind of that open book feeling like, cause you're, you know, 
in the hospital, everybody's literally seeing everything and you're like, whatever, I don't care, you know, just help me out. And I feel like that was a big turning point. Um, with our, with our first, it was like, I was just arms up, like, fine, everybody come help me, please. I need all the help I can get, which is so a good, it's a good place to be in. Um, it seems it is vulnerable, but we have to have the help and support and the eyes and the motivations as mothers. And I love that Instagram is a platform that we can get all of that from Mm -hmm. all sorts of people. Um, so I think that's really neat. And um, the second the second thing that you brought up that kind of made me um, pop into this would be kind of looking at how you connect with moms through Instagram. Do you find um, your story, yes, I know resonating with other people, but do you find you're able to really reach out and um, help people get in the moment or help people work through their, their questions through, you know, through this platform? Yeah. Well, and I also have to throw out there, I'm helped so much by it. Half of me being on there is that when I throw something out there, you know, especially like a, like a parenting question or this is what's happening. You know, I really heartfelt people have come to me through that and I've we've formed relationships because I think ultimately we do want to help each other out. You know, if we see someone who needs a little something, something, um, but you know, I can't as a, as a coach, as a speaker, as someone who my mission and my goal in life is simply to inspire change in others and to bring light to them that we don't have to feel stuck exactly where we are. There's an opportunity in all of it. I, I have to talk what I, what I teach. And so I was, I've just been excited to play with the platform and to invite other people to yeah, this feels like awkward sometimes. And like, this feels kind of scary, but I'm still going to try it, you know? And I might feel like super, like that was too much, but who cares? Like it's gone in 24 hours anyways. But I also want to add to the conversation that if I'm feeling more um, introspective or like, I want to be more private, I have full permission. Like you get to choose how you use these tools. And my whole thing is like, have them compliment what you want to experience, have them, um, just mirror what it is you're doing in, in regards to having more conversations or being more reflective on the other side of something. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think has been one of your, I know there's so many favorites, but what has been probably the coolest change and who you are now as a mom? The ability for me to more instantly let go. Um, I can hold on to things like, um, a pit bull with a bone. Like I, I won't let go of a lot of stuff. It, it haunts me. I don't want to be that person though, who completely, you know, like you replay the loop in your mind. Yeah. But when you're a mom, when I'm a mom, it's right here and my hands are full and I'm, I'm needed. And I, I want to like speak to being needed because I've always felt like I wanted to be a mom so that I could serve. So I could really like love and nurture someone who needed me. That was that's within myself. I know that. Um, but I also think it's a huge gift gift from God that I have this energy and capacity and unending love for another person. And it actually makes me more compassionate towards other human beings because I just have found that deep reservoir of, I can go further. I can go deeper with this. Um, doesn't mean it's like perfect, you know, or that I don't snap or that I don't react in situations. I absolutely do, but it's definitely more easily accessible for me. And that is a huge part of my personal growth and transformation that I, you know, in prayer, in listening and wanting to become a mom, like I somehow always knew that this was on the other side for me. Uh, That's, that's a really beautiful way to say that is that you knew, you knew what was coming. You were waiting for it. You waited patiently for it. 
you soaked every moment in. I think that's really key. And I want to kind of also, you know, look at what you said about, yes, this is beautiful. And yes, this is an amazing gift, but it is lonely and it is hard. So when you find yourself in those times of being lonely or feeling um, tired or feeling at the end of your rope, how do you come over those times? Well, mothers are incredibly self-sacrificing, but we have to ask for what we need. And first, before that, we have to know what we need. And most of the time that shows up in, um, if I'm not quite even aware of what I'm needing, I'll get reactive or I'll get short or I'll get really just kind of like exasperated. And that's my cue to be like, okay, what's happening here? Because there are people who want to help you, but if you don't ask for help, they can't, they don't know. And so it's putting words to the support that is always around me and even just verbalizing like, Oh my gosh, like I feel so alone. Okay. Like how do we, how do we move on from here? Like maybe that's, maybe that's, you know, a, a text with a girlfriend. Maybe that's a chat in the DM. Maybe that's reaching out to somebody else, you know, not being the one to like be invited, but invite somebody else to do something or meet up or mm -hmm. just get the heck out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. It is so, so, so needed. And I, I love kind of reflecting back on my favorite part of having a newborn was being in this bubble mm -hmm. and being in this like safe zone. And I was never before so caught up on like everybody else's life through social media. I was never, I'd never been so caught up on like my shows and the snuggles. It was amazing. But then I remember this time of being like, okay, it's time to shed that. And it's time to be done with this. Um, and it was a really great time for me and, and for that. And so that's why, that's why I really love like almost reflecting back and bringing myself back to that mm -hmm. through your story. So it's been really cool to like relive it again, which has been really neat. And that's amazing, Becca. I'm honored to, to bring that up for you in any way I can simply by just sharing where I am. And I, I think that also speaks to like the evolution of us, you know, we have to, we do want to go out, but we do need to have those times of retreat and there's nothing like the newborn time to cocoon. And when we're cocooning, you know, we're healing and we're growing and we're also changing. So it may not look like, you know, when you have a newborn that you're outside of the house and doing all this stuff or working or, you know, performing, but so much is happening behind that front door. So much is happening behind, you know, your own front door in your heart. And when you come out, when you're ready to step back out again, you will be changed and people will see that. But a lot of times, you don't necessarily see it happening and you can feel like you're not doing enough. It's, it's incredibly true. And I, I have to always remind the moms that I'm working with newborns that they are in this really unique time where you feel like you should just bounce back and you feel like you should be getting out that front door, but it's not, it's not the time because it's, it's, it really is the moment of you and your baby. And that's, that's so important. So anyways, the, the fleeting nature that you'll never have this, I'll never have this time back. It's right. so, that brings like just the reality into play for me and makes me really conscious of like, there's a season for everything. And also, you know, the good is here to stay. We don't have to fear that yeah. um, we're going to be left behind or that, you know, we're going to miss this. Like it, it'll still come forward through us, even if we're, oh, I'm sorry, my little man. <laughs> We, we wanted to, to echo that. Yes, absolutely. So share with us where, where our listeners can find you and connect with you and watch your story unfold. Yay. So you can, everything is Rachel Camfield. So Instagram is at Rachel Camfield. 
My website is rachelcamfield.com. I have a new podcast called Sacred Conversations available on iTunes. And I'm just excited to have even more of those conversations with other women, with other parents, with other creators, and with people who are just ready to change their life exactly where they are right now. And I, and I have to give you a shout out on your um, conversations, which I love because they are, they're little snippets of conversations that are nice and longer than 15 seconds than Insta stories. So that's great. I'm sure that's like amazing for you to be able to share that, yeah. not feeling, you know, encapsulated within a story, but it, um, it's a great way if you are listening and you want a way to um, just kind of decompress and have a moment of reality check. And I know that was for me when I listened to the, your first couple was like, just kind of a reality check of, I am, I always go a thousand miles an hour. And I've told you this, like I'm always on the go and always thinking a million you know, things a moment, but it's such a great reminder sometimes. And I need that voice. So I'm thankful for you. I need this voice to be like, nope, slow, you know, like, and let's think about it because I, it's so something that I lack. So hearing that has been great. So yes, I would definitely encourage you all to head out to Sacred Conversations podcast, listen to that next um, and continue your conversation with Rachel. And thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me and Barnes and Wally's down here by my feet. And, you know, it's real life. And I think that I would have loved for him to stay napping with you, Becca, but <laughs> he was called in here with us and that it doesn't take away. Um, it only adds to what it is we're doing here in our important work in the world. I completely agree. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. I hope you enjoyed my honest and raw conversation with Rachel today. And I think if there's one thing I'm taking away from today, it's all about savoring and knowing and taking in every single moment as a blessing and as a way to just praise all of the growth and development that your baby is taking. If you are holding a newborn or if you're looking forward to your due date coming up soon, I want to encourage you to head on over to littlezsleep.com slash sleep from the start. This is my online newborn course that is launching at the end of this month and you can go ahead and pre-order and get on the list to be the first to start doing this course online to develop routines that can teach your baby the sleep fundamentals even from day one. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.